eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you actually end up feeling overwhelmed and confused rather than inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, your mindset, and your home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey friend, thank you so much for joining me in another episode today. So in light of it being December and Christmas being right around the corner, I wanted to do another episode that focuses on the holidays just because I know how stressful the holidays can be for most people. Um, So in my last episode, I did tips for having an eco-friendly Christmas. But in this episode, I want to specifically talk about ways that we can minimize around the holidays. I know it might sound a little bit intimidating because minimizing is usually the exact opposite of what we do around Christmas time and around the holidays. A lot of times it's just getting this influx of stuff and you get gifts and your kids get gifts and there's this chaos of you having to run around, especially if you're the mom or like the head of your household, you know, there's so much planning and buying and just all around chaos that comes with the holiday season. And studies have actually shown that for the mother or the head of the household, having a cluttered home base actually adds to those stress and cortisol levels in your body. So one of my favorite things to do around the holidays, and especially in the months leading up to Christmas, is try to declutter the house as much as I can. Even if you've like went through and decluttered your house before, and you think that you, you know you don't know if you need to do a whole declutter purge again, I highly suggest at least if you have kids and you know that they're about to get a bunch of gifts, at least decluttering and like going through the kids' toys and getting rid of as much stuff as they don't really play with and they don't really like anymore. And just those things that they've kind of outgrown and they no longer show interest in, um, that's one of my favorite things to do around the holidays. It's also a really easy way to get your kids involved. Um, For instance, my kids are six, three, and then one and a half. The one and a half year old doesn't really care about toys in general, let alone what toys I get rid of. But the three and six year old get very involved. And around this time I say, oh, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. Let's see if there are any toys that we don't really play with anymore. That way we can make room for whatever Santa brings us, you know? So the kids get really excited for it. And this last time that we decluttered they actually got rid of like an entire decent sized box worth of stuff that they no longer played with. Um, And then it just worked out really well because now their playroom looks awesome and it's a lot less cluttered and they just have more room to move around in there and more room for the toys that they're about to get for Christmas. But besides the kids' toys, just in general, I love going through and decluttering just about everything that I can before this crazy holiday season. And one thing that really helps me with this is having a box ready for donations. Usually I'll take a box that our kids' diapers come in or something like that and put it in the closet. And then as I'm going through the house, if I like am doing laundry and I notice clothes that don't really fit me anymore or things like that, 
or like I find a piece of decor and I'm like, why are you here? Like, (laughs) I don't really like this anymore, you know, or whatever. I put it in that specific decluttering box. Um, Another thing that works really well for this instead of in your closet or something is to stick it in the garage if you have one. That way your kids do not pull stuff out because I know if we declutter any toys and then the boxes of toys stay anywhere in the house, there's a 99% chance that my kids are going to take everything out of that box and just play with it as if they didn't just tell me that they wanted to get rid of it. Um, So definitely like having your decluttering box hidden away somewhere until you can stick it in the back of your car and drop it off at the thrift store. And something that I really like to declutter during these winter months leading up to the holiday season is clothes that are out of season. So if we pull out like the summer clothes or like little summer dresses for my daughter and things like that, if there are things that I know won't fit my kids going into the next summer, then I'll throw it in the donate box in my closet. Or if we're going through their winter clothes and pulling out like hoodies and jackets and stuff for them, and there are ones that the kids have outgrown or I know that our little dude won't wear or like won't fit in the next year or two, then I give it away. Um, And we do have a box underneath my bed for clothes that we are saving for when my one and a half year old is a little bit older. But my general rule of thumb when it comes to kids clothes is if one of my kids won't be wearing it in the next year, I am not gonna keep it. We keep their wardrobes pretty minimal in general. So it's like, I don't know, I could keep a bunch of our son's clothes for when my youngest grows up and can fit into them, but that's gonna take like four to five years. And I would much rather just go to the thrift store and buy him those clothes when the time comes, if that makes sense. Um, So that's kind of my rule of thumb when it comes to out of season kids clothes. If one of my kids will be able to wear it next year, then it can go in like the container underneath the bed. Um, But if not, I just donate it because I don't know, I'm not gonna like keep a kid shirt for two years just because, oh, well, you know, Riley can wear it in two years. In my opinion, that's like, it's just so much added clutter. That's just really unnecessary because a t-shirt's like a dollar at the thrift store, at least in the kids section, you know? And I know that not everybody really agrees with this. A lot of people that I know like to keep all of their kids old clothes in case they'll fit another kid that they have. But I don't know, in my opinion, like having boxes and boxes of clothes that will fit my kids one day just adds personally to my stress level. Um, And it makes me feel like the house is really crowded and I'm just not about that. So yeah, I like decluttering not only their toys, but the kids' wardrobes um, during these months leading up to Christmas. And another really good thing about that is it also will help you do less laundry. If you declutter like the kids' wardrobe and you maybe get rid of some of your clothes that you thought you were saving for winter, and now that it's winter, you realize that you're really not wearing them at all, you know? Because the less clothes that you have like in the rotation when it comes to your family, the less amount of laundry you have to do. And I know that this might not seem like a very big thing, but there was a time when I had to do like multiple loads of laundry a day at times because we would just get laundry mountain. And I just felt like I was always doing laundry, whether it was switching out the laundry or folding and putting away laundry. And then I just like, I would look at everybody's clothes and I'd be like, okay, we have way too much stuff in general. Like all of us, each of the kids drawers are completely overflowing and my stuff's overflowing and my husband's stuff. And then um, I do like, I'll do a full declutter of everybody's clothes and it does take a minute. Like it is a little bit stressful and time consuming. However, after it's done, when I really like get 
way down <laughs> and like give the kids each uh, almost capsule wardrobe. The amount of laundry we have to do or I have to do during the day goes down so drastically that it surprises me every time. And I am down with that because laundry is the bane of my existence. Like I will do dishes all day before I fold and put away a basket of laundry. I don't know why. I just absolutely loathe doing laundry. <laughs> um, so this is something that I really like to do is just minimize everybody's wardrobes before Christmas. And it kind of just like takes some of that stress away because then we don't have to do as much laundry. Another thing that I like to minimize around the holiday season is, okay, and this might be a little bit of a debate, whether you are a person that does not pull out your box of Christmas and holiday decorations until after Thanksgiving, or if you're like me and like a couple days after Halloween, you are ready for that Christmas tree to go up, um, whichever side <laughs> of the line you fall when it comes to that. One thing that I love doing around the holiday season is kind of like checking in with my holiday decor. And if there's anything that's kind of like broken or just doesn't really spark joy with me anymore, um, or just things that I don't really like anymore, I like to go through and donate those versus just like letting them sit in the holiday box or finding a place for them up around the house when I really don't like them or they don't fit in with like the theme I'm going with, if that makes sense. So if you have any ornaments that you're, that you're like, eh, I don't really like these anymore, we don't put them up, or there are ornaments that got broken in your holiday box, or, oh my gosh, something that I feel like we always find no matter what kind we buy, are we will always have light strings of lights that no longer work. Um, so regardless, whatever it is, I highly encourage you whenever you do pull out that holiday box of decor, to kind of just see if there's any areas where you can minimize and kind of make it a little bit simpler and easier on yourself. Also speaking, I know that this is like an episode about minimalism, but speaking of Christmas lights that do not work, I know a lot of local recycling companies won't accept like broken Christmas lights to recycle. However, a lot of local hardware stores like Lowe's and Home Depot and places like that will accept broken Christmas lights and they'll recycle them themselves. So if you have string lights that are broken or just did not make it to the next year, I highly recommend you just stopping into Lowe's or Home Depot or calling them if you have one in your area to ask if they accept broken Christmas lights for recycling. And then if they do not, or if you can't find somewhere similar near you that will accept them and recycle them for you, there are actually a lot of mail-in recycling programs for Christmas lights. One of them is the Christmas light source. And if you send in your old broken lights, they'll actually give you 10% off your next order of Christmas lights. So I know like it sucks that you have to pay for shipping and like do the mail-in process yourself. However, you could get a discount on new lights and the proceeds from the recycling process of, of them like recycling your old string lights are all do donated to Toys for Tots. So that's like a really sweet cause and you also still get the discount. So, I mean, that's cool. There's a couple other programs like this. One of them is called Holiday LEDs, and they actually give you 15% off your next purchase if you ship in your broken lights. 
So yeah, I know that it's typically easier just to throw them in the trash. However, <laughs> it could be as easy as just boxing them up and taking them to your local Home Depot. And then that's a company that will like recycle them for you. And then that's not more plastic and wires and things going into the landfill that will just sit there for like hundreds, if not thousands of years. So while I do encourage you to like minimize and downsize on things, I also just highly encourage you to keep all of like the environmental impacts of these things in mind. And instead of like throwing away all of the broken stuff and the broken lights, try to like get creative or recycle them if you can. But yeah, minimizing your Christmas decor as you take it out and like put your decorations up on the house is a great way to kind of like just simplify during the holiday season. The next thing that I wanna talk about kind of like minimizing stress around is gift giving, especially if you have kids and you are a parent listening to this. I know it can be really hard when you're trying to live like minimalist or like minimal-ish like I do, and it's like the holidays, whether that's birthdays or Christmas, no matter the case, it's always a little bit stressful, especially when you like work really hard to kind of try to keep your kids' toys more minimal. This time of year can be so stressful because you know what is about to come, especially if you have a lot of family members that like to send your kids stuff. And first of all, like that's always a blessing if people are, you know, gifting you and your family stuff like that's always like so sweet and just the thought behind it is amazing. However, it can cause a lot of stress um, after the holidays when everything's crowded and you don't have room for stuff. Um, so one thing that I really like to do to kind of minimize this ahead of time is to make an Amazon wish list. So if you have family members that are like, oh, what kind of stuff are the kids into? If there are things that you know your kids would like to add to their toy room and things that you know would enrich their play, or if there are specific things that your kids have been asking for Christmas or things that you've been wanting to get them but kind of been holding off on, add them to an Amazon wish list or a different wish list type service like that um, and send that to family members or friends that ask about getting your kids a gift. That way it's not like, you know, if you're like, oh, Johnny's into dinosaurs and then he gets like 20 dinosaur toys and it just gets like thrown in the mess of the playroom. So instead, like, I don't know, this is what I've been doing the past couple years and it's been amazing just making a specific wish list of things that your kids like would definitely use or have asked for. That way it's like if people give you a gift, it's something that you know your kids will love and will play with versus just, um, you know, kind of like a shot in the dark. And I feel like it also makes it easier for whoever's giving the gift because it's not like, oh, they like trucks. And then they walk into Walmart and there's like 700 trucks to choose from. And they're like, that's so vague, you know? So I feel like giving people the specific things and you you know that your kids will like them it also makes it easier on the gift giver because it's just like oh cool it's right here i can order it on amazon right now so yeah making the wish list is something that i highly recommend and then another thing that i like to do when it comes to gifting is to like specifically request consumables or if you have to like buy gifts for people and you don't want it to add to their clutter or you don't want to like overwhelm them with clutter i love to gift consumables so things like baked goods 
if you like to bake bread or cookies or something. I feel like those are always a hit. Unless it, maybe it's just me. I love food in general. So anytime that someone makes something and gifts it to me, it's just like happy tears. It's like, oh my gosh, like you put so much effort into this. So that's like consumables like that or even things like bath bombs, you know, like crayons for your kids. Like consumables is anything that will typically get used and like not sit around for forever. So for kids, it's like paints, crayons, coloring sheets, things like that, or like bath bombs and bubble bath and face masks and just things like that. So that's something, again, that if you don't do the Amazon wish list, you can specifically request, oh yeah, the kids want like a cool set of bath bombs or, you know, whatever the consumable may be. And then the last thing that I like to minimize around the holiday season, and I highly encourage you to do the same thing, is to minimize expectations of yourself. Like I said before, the holiday season can be so fun and magical, but it can also be so stressful, especially if you're the mom and you have a million kids and you're having to like buy the gifts for your kids and buy gifts for everybody else and decorate and plan all the events that you're gonna go to and plan what you're gonna do for Christmas and what you're gonna eat for Christmas and what your kids are gonna wear. Like it really is just so many different moving pieces. So I highly encourage you just to give yourself grace and especially if there are different things that you feel obligated to do, but that you don't actually know if they mean that much, you know, like things that are adding a lot of stress to your plate, but you're like, why are we even doing this? You know, if you feel in your gut that like it should be a no, then just say no and give yourself permission to say no to things like this. Like for us, I like taking the kids to do the fun traditional things. Like we, one thing that we love to do every year is to get hot chocolate or make some in the house to go and then go drive around and look at Christmas lights. But I know that there are other fun things like the tree lighting ceremonies and the downtown parades and like gift exchanges and all of these different things. And and we keep it very minimal. So we still are gonna do our like drive around and look at the Christmas lights tradition that we always do. However, I saw like a Facebook post about the, you know, like the parade downtown and the, all this different like cool things that they had going on and like the pictures with Santa at the mall and things like that. And I started kind of like going down the spiral and being like, oh my gosh, I feel like I should be doing more. I feel like I should take the kids to do more stuff, you know? Um, and then I was just like, no, like why, why would I want to take all three kids to the mall? Like knowing that the baby's going to be screaming and no one's going to want to stand in line. Like, why am I feeling guilty for not wanting to go stand in line for my kids to sit on some random dude's lap and take a picture with Santa, you know, like something that they probably aren't going to be that about. It's going to make all of them uncomfy, especially because we have like our quarantine baby and then a quarantine baby 2.0, you know, like, so there are just like these things that I'm like in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I feel like I should do that. And I'm kind of just giving myself permission to be like, no, I don't need to do that. Like my kids would much rather snuggle on the couch and watch a Christmas movie while we eat pizza and drink hot chocolate with a million marshmallows, you know? So if you have, if you're kind of like that and you allow yourself 
to kind of, or not allow yourself, but you find yourself getting in these thought spirals of like, you need to be doing all of the Christmas things and taking your kids out to do a million things. Just if that's stress, like if that's your thing, then do it, like do it and post the pictures and just enjoy every minute. But if that is not you and you are just, you're not about it and you're not feeling it this year, just give yourself permission to say no and like minimize those expectations that you have of yourself. And I promise you that even if you say no to certain plans and you don't do all of the things, like if there's like 28 things on your like Christmas bucket list and you only do three of them, just know that your the holiday season is still going to be magical for your kids and they're still going to have a blast and they're still going to have a great Christmas. And you are still an amazing mom if you do not do the 1 million different Christmas <laughs> activities that you see everybody else posting about. So yeah, all in all, there are a lot of different ways where you can minimize around the holiday season, whether that's your like physical items or kids toys or clothes that are like out of season and you know that you'll never wear again, or again, just the expectations that we kind of put on ourselves and we let ourselves stress out about when it comes to Christmas and like holiday season in general. I hope that you found at least a couple things in this episode that helped you and resonated with you and... I hope that it gave you a few ideas that will help alleviate some stress when it comes to this holiday season. I know that minimizing all of these things can be really overwhelming at first and it can seem like a really just like daunting task, Um, but just know that I am here cheering you on every step of the way and every step that you take towards like a minimalist home and lifestyle is just another thing like off your chest and off your plate. Like every box that you take to the thrift store, even if it's like something small, that's that much less clutter taking up your space and allowing you to like stress out and like having to clean more things and you know, just take up your space and time. So I'm proud of you even if you just like take one thing from this episode and like do that to minimize your holiday season this year just know that i'm proud and i'm rooting for you and i'm cheering you on every step of the way thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the unrooted mama podcast and until next time